All right. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Find a seat, find a seat, find a seat. If you don't have a Bible, go get a Bible. Liam, do you have a Bible? Yep. Okay. Oh, okay, very good. Very good, very good. All right. Boy, these cords make quite a mess. Okay. Hmm. Mrs. Jackson, what is the first book of the New Testament? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. Romans. First and second Corinthians. Galatians. Ephesians. Oh, uh, Colossians. Colossians. It's one before Colossians. Oh. E. To the church at Philippi. Philippi. Philip. Philippians. Yep. Colossians. First, second Thessalonians. Yeah, yes, that's right. Remember, Titus. Titus. First and second Thessalonians. First and second Timothy, Titus, Philemon. Hmm? Oh, Hebrews. I pronounce it differently, so that's why I've got. Which one? Philemon. Philemon. I pronounced it differently. That's why I got confused for a minute. I had it all in my head, and then I was like, huh? Well, don't pronounce it differently, because it's pronounced Philemon. Philemon. How did you pronounce it? Philemon. No, it's, it's, it's Philemon. Philemon. First, second, and third John. It's not revolution. It's not revolution. It's very close, though. One letter. One letter away. Change the U to something else. The kind of thing that would make me go, Ah, Eureka! Springs. Revelation, that's right. Mm. Luke? John. First, second Corinthians. Colossians, Ephesians. Colossians. Yep. First uh, and second Thessalonians. Uh, Galatians. No. First, second <laughs> th Thessalonians. Uh, uh, first and second Timothy. Yes. Titus. Uh, Hebrews. First and second John. No. First and second. Peter's. Peter. Peter. Um, first and second third John. Yes. Jude. Revelation and Matthew. Mark. Wait, no. Yes, that's correct. For Second Corinthians. I can tell oh. you were singing the song though. Yeah. <laughs> Romans. For Second Corinthians. Ephesians. Colossians. Nope, one before. Phil Philippians, Colossians. First and Second Thessalonians. First and Second Timothy. Titus. Oh, Philippians. Why are you Hebrews. First and Second Peter. First and second, third John. Yes. Jude. Revelation. All right. How do you say that? Which one? H-I-L-E-M-O-N. Philemon. Oh. <laughs> Isn't the Bible full of great names? Philemon is a letter that Paul Philemon. writes to a fella named Philemon <laughs> about a slave named Onesimus. Onesimus. So many fun names. Yes, Onesimus, who ran away from home and came to Paul, and then Paul took care of him for a while and then said, now you have to go back and do your duty, but I'll write a letter saying that you're, you're a good boy and uh, you, take it, you, take it, you take it with you. So 
Paul's epistle to Philemon about the slave Onesimus. Onesimus. Yeah, see, but the New Testament books are so much easier to remember than the Old Testament books, though. Yeah, we don't have... Our pencils keep walking away from this room. So, you, it may... We'll have to get some more pencils for in here. That's your memory work, by the way, so no catechism. But starting next week, you'll have catechism. I thought you said it was this week. Well, I'll assign it this week. But you don't have to recite catechism to me today. What? Oh, yeah. Because what you needed to know for today was just the last eight books, which is sort of, that's really throwing you guys a low ball because you basically already know that, and it doesn't take that long to remember eight books. Especially as Memphis learned last week, yeah. when eight books on the page looks like five. <laughs> So you're not actually learning as many as you think because you're just saying numbers. All right. The term quiz. Let me find. Okay, number one. This term means gospel preacher. This term means gospel Preacher. And your bonus point for this is who is this term? It is a title. Who is this title given to? It's a term that is a title that means gospel preacher. And your bonus question is who has this title? Who do we give that title to? Number two. This is the event. Good evening. This is the event when Jesus began his session at the right hand of God the Father. This, what is the name of the event which marks the beginning of Jesus' session, his time at the right hand of the Father? And I'll give you a bonus one for this too. How many days after the resurrection before this event? Number three. To be turned away from your sins, not only the knowledge of your sin and corruption, but also to turn away from it through the preaching of the word of God. Okay. I've given you three terms that are all in your book, but I've not said it exactly the way that it is in the book. This is also why I'm much meaner than Carolyn, because Carolyn will not ever do that. I did do that last year. I don't remember that. I remember you reading a phrase you, out of it. You knew your terms so well. Oh. Yep. Uh, I'll never give it to you in a way that it is impossible for you to get. Why not? 
Okay, number four. I'll, I'll no, write no, Memphis no, no, just no, for no, you. No, 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 no. No, I was being, I was being, I was <laughs> So the whole class will know Memphis asked for me to give you a term in a way that would be impossible for you to get. No, I was joking. It was a joke. The day in which the Lord's charisms were generously distributed. No, I lied. <laughs> I lied. The day when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the apostles. Thank you. The day when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the apostles. And lastly, Old Testament men of God who were called by the Lord to preach his word to the people and to point them to the Christ. Say like Old Testament term. I'm like, uh-uh, you can't pull that card. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay. Is that number five or number four? Uh, that should have been number five. Yes, Kipton. Can you repeat number two and three? Uh, I can only give each person one, one repeat. So which one do you choose to repeat? Um, two. Two? Okay. That's kind of the rule here. I'll repeat it, but you only get to ask for one. Oh, yes. Okay. Number two. Um, the event which marks the beginning of Jesus' session at the right hand of the Father. Like we say in the Creed. I was going to bring my canvas picture of that. <laughs> I might do that next week. Sure. And the bonus question was, how many days after the resurrection? Oh, I know it. I think. We'll find out. Yes, Emma? Can you repeat number three Yes, I can repeat number three. There you go, Captain. <laughs> I think somebody found a loophole. But it requires compassion. I, I thought Which about I it. have none of. Exactly. I thought about it. When you said, <laughs> okay. for Captain, you wouldn't have done it. Oh no, if you had said for Kipton, I would I definitely will not. No, no, it's for me. For you. Okay, good, Emma, because this is for you. This term is this. To be turned away from your sins. Not just the knowledge of sin and corruption, but also to be turned away from your sin through the preaching of God's word. Lila. Number five. I can. Yes. The Old Testament men of God who were called by him to preach his word to the people of Israel and to point them to the Christ. Old Testament. That's really important. Yes, Sadie. Number one. Yes, this title means gospel preacher, gospel preacher. And the bonus question for this was, who are the people that have this title? Kipton? Uh, um, can you repeat the same one for me or no? I can only repeat each one one time. Okay. 
Going once. Going twice. So. Okay. Memphis, mm -hmm. number one. Evangelist. It is evangelists, correct. Mm -hmm. Gospel pre Anytime you see evangel, it means gospel. Do you remember the really fun Latin word from last year? No, no, I had it in my old book, um, but I forgot it. It was so important I wrote it down because I knew you were going to say it. Emma, do you remember it? Proto. That's right. Proto Evangelion. Yeah, proto means first, and Evangelion, Evangelion. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll give you half. I'll give you half a point for that. That's a big difference. I'll give you half a point for that. I can't give you a full point, but you get a half a point. Sure. Yeah. Proto Evangelion. First gospel. Anytime you see evangel, it means something about the gospel. Uh, did you have the bonus one, Memphis? Maybe. What? So pastors. who who has the title? No, not pastors. I need to be more specific. Anybody else have the answer to the bonus? Who has the title of evangelist? No. Oh, I think I would know, but I'm not gonna say it. But if I if I anybody else? If nobody else answers. Can I say it? You may. It's not gonna get you a point though. I know. I know. Okay, go. I think it might be prophets. Uh, no. Okay. What we call. So we give the title evangelist specifically to the people who authored the Gospels. So the evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, each of those four is an evangelist because they are one of the ones who wrote the Gospel. That's in the term, right? Yes, that is in the term. The term says, and is used of the authors of the four Gospels. Yes. Liam, what is number two? The Ascension of Our Lord. It is the Ascension of Our Lord. Correct. And how many days, Liam, after the resurrection did that take place? Forty. Forty days, yes. If you missed that it was the Ascension of Our Lord, but still somehow put forty, you still get a point. The answer to the bonus is still a point. All right, Kipton, number three. Didn't put it. <laughs> you didn't have it, okay. Emma? What do you have for number three? R-E. That's literally it. I, I can't think of it. Okay, R-E. You're on the right track. Leela? Forgiveness of sins? It's not forgiveness of sins, no. I didn't have this down, but I know it is. What is it? Repentance. It is repentance. It is, pardon me, do you have it written down? Then it isn't. Writ, having, it has to be written down for it to count. Yeah, R-E, that doesn't get you any fraction of points, but you were on the right trail. So, okay, Re forgiveness of sins is something that happens to you. Repentance is you knowing that you are sinful and turning away from your sins. So that's the difference there, Lily. I'm only going to get five out of five. Well, we'll see. All right, number, what number are we on? Four. Okay, Luke, what's number four? Passover? Not Passover, no. Passover is what? 
What's the Passover? Something passes over, and that's why it's called Passover. The angel of death, the angel of death passes over, and why does he pass over some? and not others. What is it about the houses that makes him want to pass over? The blood on the door. That's right. Blood on the doorpost, on the two posts and on the lintel, the top. Right. So uh, that's the Passover. This is something else. Yes, Memphis. Pentecost. Pentecost. That's right. Pentecost. And how many days? This is not worth a point. How many days after Easter or the resurrection is Pentecost, Emma? 50, right. 10 days after the ascension, 50 days after the resurrection. Pente. That's Wait, your clue. Pente. Was that, was that the bonus point? There wasn't a bonus point for that oh, I one. Anyway. Well, good for you. You're learning how to play the game. Uh, yes, Pentecost is correct. That's the day that the Lord poured out his spirit. Remember uh, that the spirit comes and has a sound as of rushing wind and then alights on the apostles. Looking like what, Kipton? I'm raising my hand for But um, since I put that down, do I get a half a point? Because she got a half a point. No, she got a she got a half a point for special circumstances. And trying to anticipate a bonus point does not constitute special circumstances. I am afraid, good sir. Uh, it is a gentleman's game, but all's fair. All right, number five. Liam, it's to you. Prophets. Prophets, correct. That's right. And there's two groups of prophets in the Old Testament books. Who can tell me one? It's worth half a point. Captain? Um, no, what is it called? What is it called? The Torah? Nope. The Torah is not, the, oh. not written by the prophets. Those are written by Moses. Isaiah? Uh, you wouldn't know this because you weren't here. There's two groups. Isaiah is a prophet, but he is a part of a group of books of prophets. This is a term from last year. Yes. It is it what? No. This is why I was confident putting point values to this. You already raised your hand, Captain. You can't raise it twice. Well, I didn't know that you can't raise it twice. Well, it is the... Major prophets and the minor prophets, right. Which is not anything about how important they are, it's just how long of books they wrote. Isaiah would be a major prophet, just like uh, Ezekiel and Daniel and Lamentations and Jeremiah, because they are all big, long, really, really big, long, really, really big, long books. And then the other ones are just as important, but they're shorter. They are minor prophets. Yeah, and we didn't go over them. We said we would read the major prophets. I remember that, but I don't remember the, the term before you said it. <laughs> I remember that exact sentence because I asked, are we going to be going over all the books? No, Memphis, we will be going over the major prophets, but the minor prophets we may leave out. Remember Did that? I say that? Yeah. I, you, well, I think so. I think you said we would go more over the major prophets. Yes. Now, just not the minor prophets. Next year, next year we'll do one of the minor prophets called Hosea. Um, but that's not, you know, that's next year. Memphis, you can come here. Can I compete for the term quiz again? No. 
if you're coming here for fun, you're competing in the same way that Mrs. Jackson is competing, which is not at all. All right, Memphis, how'd you do? I got five out of five, like I said. Okay, well, that's respectable. I don't okay, know. Liam? Six out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> Kipton? Six out of five. Huh? You got six? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. A couple of the boys out of five? Yeah. Sadie? Well, six out of seven. Well, I, gotta, um, I didn't have a lot of time to practice, so I got two. Two, okay. Ten minutes a day is all it takes. Ten minutes, right before you go to bed, ten minutes. Uh, Emma. Five and a half. That's right, you got the five and a half. We're, this is the, what, third lesson, and we've already got two people with point fives at the end of the school. <laughs> okay, Luke, how'd you do? Leila? I really don't Did you get two? Did you get one? No. Zero. <gasps> Zero, no. Okay, I didn't have time to practice the other one because I was so... Trying to figure out the other ones as much as I could, and it took, and it didn't take me till probably Sunday until I got. Ten minutes a day is all it takes. Ten minutes a day, just just go through the Did terms. Did you get any bonus answers? No. Just act like you got a bonus answer. What about four out of five? No, pastor sees through ruses. Yeah, that means you can't pull anything over on me. It means you can't fool me. If you do that, then I say, oh, did you? Can I see your sheet? No. <laughs> oh, well, then it's a zero. <laughs> All right. Very good. With the term quiz. That's fine. Honestly. All right. Let's look at the book of Acts. Chapter 2. It has a lot of chapters in it. There's a lot going on in the book of Acts. It's the history of how the early church started. Acts chapter 2. We read part of it last week. We didn't read all of it. Mm -hmm. We have lots to talk about today. Oh my goodness, that clock is not right. Um, well, every single clock that I have tried to use in this building it's, it's has stopped. Six twenty-eight. Put a battery or fix the. Okay. Six twenty-eight. Oh. I have Well, I've got mine. It's not right. um, okay, Acts chapter two. We will be beginning at verse. 36. Did you give a page number? What? For, for Acts chapter 2? What do you mean? I mean, did you look at your Bible and see what page that was on and then tell somebody what page it was on? Why would I do that? That's what I want to know. I didn't do that. Oh, I good. My lesson. I did that last year. Uh, yeah, no, we don't, we, don't, uh, we don't navigate the Bible by page number. You just know where all of the books are, and you can count your numbers. So once you get to the book, you can count all the way up to chapter 2. Because you're a big boy. All right. Chapter 2, verse 36. Which direction did we go last time? Counterclockwise, I think, right? 
We didn't go this way. Because I, I remember saying, hey, I sat over here, and now we're not going this way. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Well, we are going to go this way today. <laughs> Yay, what works? 36. 36. Now, just uh, let's do a quick little bit of review. What is, what has just happened here in Acts chapter 2? Try and do it without looking. In other words, what did we talk about last time? What was going on? Jesus has ascended and he said, okay, I'll see you later, folks. Uh, I'm going to send the promise of the Father, who is who? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. And then he tells them to do what? Memphis. Okay, I remember one thing. Is it, it? It involved the Holy Spirit. Uh, they were sitting somewhere, and then the wind picked up, and then all of a sudden they started speaking in different languages. Yes, that is correct. Jesus tells them to wait, and then they choose a new apostle to fill whose spot? Judas's Judas spot, because Judas is no longer with us. And they oh, yeah, cast they cast lots, and who is the new apostle? I, I thought. Yes. Didn't it start with an M. It does start with an M. It's the name of Warrior Mouse of Redwall. Oh. Yes. Michael. Not Michael. <laughs> no, you're getting colder. Okay. Guitar. <laughs> Something like that. No, Ma. Montage. Thias. Hey, I got the M and T. Matthias. So Matthias is the new apostle. Who becomes the 13th apostle? Emma. Paul. Paul, I, yes. Sorry, I was thinking Saul and I was just like... You can Paul. say Saul. Actually, here's the deal. Saul is his Jewish name and Paul is his Roman name. Well, cool. so, uh, let's go. So he, he changes his name by what he's known as because he doesn't want to be known as the, the Jew Saul because the Jew Saul was a Pharisee who killed Christians. So, all of this happened, and then they waited, and they, there was a loud wind, which wasn't just a breeze, it was the... Holy Spirit. Yeah, do you remember the fun word that I taught you? It sounds kind of like caveman language. Oh, oh, yeah. Ruach! Yeah. That's right! Hey, good work! Ruach! Yeah, that means the breath, and God puts his ruach inside of man. He breathes his breath, and on Pentecost, the Lord breathes his breath, and what always goes along with the breath? Captain, what always goes along with the breath? The Holy Spirit. No, the Holy Spirit is the breath. Emma. The Word. The Word and the Spirit always go together. And you cut me off. And then what do they have? What appears over their heads? Yes, don't, uh, whatever answer you think, just say it. If you're wrong, you're wrong. There's no, it's, it, there's no sin in being wrong. But whatever you say, be confident with it. The answer is correct. It was fire, tongues of flame on their heads. And they spoke in tongues, like Memphis said, which means they spoke in languages that they did not know, foreign languages. Yes, Leela. As my teacher always says, go with your gut. Yes, very good. And then 
They preach the gospel in their tongues and somebody says, these guys are just telling weird stories. Nobody rises from the dead. They're drunk. And then Peter stands up and he preaches a big sermon. And that's where we ended. Yeah. Now Memphis, did you have a question? No, but I was going to answer what happened after that. Oh, okay. Well, we still need time to go through what we have to look at today. So, now we're in the middle of Peter's sermon. Verse 36, towards the end of the sermon, and he says, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. What does it mean when he says, whom you crucified? Remember, who is he preaching to? Memphis? He's preaching to the people that weren't Jesus' disciples. I, I don't know how to say it, but I think why, why they're saying you is because... What kind of people? What religion are the people? Uh, Jews? Yes, they're Jewish. He's preaching to the Jews. And why would he tell them, you crucified Jesus? Oh. Yes. The Jews did crucify Jesus. They did not crucify Jesus. Oh, then I'm... <laughs> Who crucified Jesus? Think of the creed. Crucified under... Pontius. Or suffered under... Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. What Maurice. is Pontius Pilate a, a Jew, Kipton? No. What yes. is... No. No. What is he? He is a Roman. He is the governor... He is the governor, but he is a Roman. Jews don't crucify people, the Romans do. So the Jews hand Jesus over to the Romans and they said, oh, well, the Romans did it. And Peter says, no, the Romans didn't do it. You did it. You gave him to them. You told them, crucify him, crucify him. You did it. You wanted it to happen. Yes, you wanted it. To, just because you didn't pull the trigger doesn't mean that you are not guilty. So he said, you are the ones who crucified him. But even though you crucified him, God has still raised him up. Now. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest, to the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What does it mean that they were cut to the heart? Uh, Memphis? They had a strong opinion about it. No. They felt okay. guilty? They felt guilty. If you know that the rules of your house are no playing ball in the house, and you play ball in the house and break the front window, and your mom looks at you and says, did you play ball in the house? I'm so disappointed. I don't think she did You that. are cut to the heart. You feel horrible. Just like that, remember the term for repentance, that you know your sins. I know what I've done and I am going to turn away from it. Yes, Captain? Um, it got to the heart of idiom. Is it an idiom? Yeah. Of yeah. sorts? Mm -hmm. It is? Okay. Because we're learning about idioms in our class, so I can just tell my teacher that idiom. Cut, cut to the heart. You're not literally cut to the heart. Nobody took a knife and stabbed it into your heart. But it means that you are... You, you realize the gravity of something. 
and are ashamed and wish to turn away and make it right. So then they say, what shall we do? And Peter, 38. Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, well, 39. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone who, whom the Lord our God calls to himself. Yes, so what's important about this? Let every one of you be baptized. Who's doing the baptizing? Is it the person who is being baptized? Uh, the Jesus? Well, no, maybe the apostles. I don't know. Well, I, you're thinking just a little too hard. You're right. It's the apostles who are the ones who are initially going to do the baptisms. But the point is, does the person who wants to be baptized go and baptize himself? No. 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 There has to be somebody to do it for him, to him. Go and be baptized. Come to us and we will baptize you because you are repentant. Can you baptize a person who is not repentant? No. no. You can't. Can you give communion to somebody who is not repentant? No. No, you can't. Somebody who says, I would rather burn in hell for the rest of eternity than say, I forgive you to the person who stole my $10. That's not repentant. And that's bad for you. So they're cut to the heart. They want to be baptized in what name? The name of? Jesus. Jesus, yes. What is the name of Jesus? What does this mean, to be baptized into the name of Jesus? Because how do we baptize? What name do we say in the name of the? Father, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. But that doesn't sound like Jesus, does it? No, but he's part of it. Yes, Jesus is Jesus is, do I need to move you right next to me? No. Okay, I don't want to have to do that. I'm trying to be quiet. Okay, well, try to listen too. Okay. Uh, to be the name, to be baptized into the name of Jesus means that you're baptized in the triune name because that's Jesus' name. The name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is Jesus' name because Jesus is God. But it also means that you're baptized into everything that Jesus has. And what does Jesus have? Eternal life? Well, sure. I mean, the short answer is Jesus has everything. All things in heaven and on earth, all authority has been given to me, says Jesus. So all of that is what you're baptized into, which means that you are a child of God in baptism. And from what Peter says here, who is the promise of baptism for? Memphis? Uh, this, this, uh, this for you and, and the children. And your children, that's right. So who do we baptize? Children and you. Yeah, grown-ups and children. We baptize everybody because the promise is for them all together. For you and for your children. I'll baptize you. I'll baptize your mom and dad. I'll baptize your baby sister. I'll baptize... All of you. It's basically for everyone who repents. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
That's why it says to all who are afar off, to be afar off is to be in sin because you're afar off from God and to be called as many as the Lord our God will call. Who is the person that the Lord has called? Firstly, how many people does God call? Um, does he just pick some? Like, yeah, well, I don't know. Picks... I don't know about Kipton. Leela, I'll call her. Sadie, she's kind of wild. Maybe not. Uh, Memphis, yeah, I'll call him, I guess. Okay, is that what it means? That he just goes around and says, eh, I'm going to call some people. No. I don't care about other people. No. How does God call? By the word. By the word. Which word? The holy word. Which word is that? The Sadie? The word of God. Which word? Emma. Which word of God? What do the apostles preach? The gospel. The gospel. Called by the gospel called by the gospel. And the person who heeds that call, hey, the Lord is calling me. Yes, I am cut to the heart. That is the person who goes to be baptized. Okay, and? And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying... So, so is his whole sermon, hey, you killed Jesus. You're a bunch of stinkers. No. Is that his whole thing? No, because he had many other words, too. He preached a really big, long sermon. Be saved from this perverse generation. Now, what does it mean to be a perverse generation? A corrupted? You're on the right track. Sadie. So this is from my book. It says crooked. Yeah, my book. Crooked. Yeah, okay. Perverse is more fun, isn't it? Yeah. Crooked is just kind of... Scoop of chocolate, scoop of vanilla. <laughs> but perverse. Now that's so. But what does it mean? Crooked, perverse. What do you think? What do you think it's being is being said? Yes. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. Just a little bit wrong. No. No, way wrong. You're way off base. You don't know what way is up. Be saved from that. What way do you walk? The way of. What? The way you're wrong. You walk the wrong way. Well, okay. well, I mean, what way is Peter telling you to walk? Oh, to God. Uh, to God. The way of the uh, Holy Spirit. Uh, the Lord. Oh, well, I said and God. Who? Who is the way of the Lord? Jesus. Jesus, because he says what? Do you remember what he says, Leela? I am the. I am the. No. Life. Yes, that was the third one of the three. Can you remember what the other two are? I'm the blank, the blank, and the life. I'm the word. Does start with a W. Does start with a W. I am the way. Of life. The truth and the life. Oh. Jesus is the way. You walk the way of life, which is the way of Jesus. And you walk that way by being. Firstly, baptized into Jesus. By whom? The people that Jesus has set up for you and made apostles to you. Am I an apostle? Yes. 
It's sort of a trick question, isn't no. it? Am yes. I an eyewitness of the resurrection? No. 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 But am I sent out yes. by the Lord? Yes. yes. So I'm like a little A apostle. Capital A apostle would be one of the 12. Little A apostle would be what I am. Somebody who's sent out by Christ in his church to baptize and to preach the gospel and to administer the sacraments. Okay? So, be saved from this perverse generation. And how are you saved? By baptism, by repentance and baptism. Then, verse 41. I'm sorry, can you use your stage voice? <laughs> Cheshire, Miss Cheshire Cat? That's who you were, right? The Cheshire Cat? Yeah. Okay, see, I remember. All right. Yep, 41. Yeah, those who gladly received. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. What is what does it mean that it says souls? Three thousand um, souls. Like spirits, like the um, sins. Uh, nope, not exactly. It just means people. Uh, I don't. Three thousand souls were added. Like if I say, oh, well, we went to this concert and there were 40,000 souls there. 40,000 blessed souls. I, I don't. <laughs> Means there were people there. 3,000 people. 3,000 people. Yeah, we're, we're added to the group of disciples of Jesus. And at this point, we would call this group of disciples of Jesus who are focused around Jesus and his gifts. We would call them the what, Sadie? No, no, it's the group of all of these disciples. Twelve. Memphis? Uh, the group of them. Uh... The group of them, yes. But what would we call oh, oh. that? The church? Yes, the church. So you get baptized and you come into the? Church. Church. How do you get into the church? By baptizing. Hey, if you're not baptized, you're not in the church. church. You come into the church by baptism. So 3,000 people. <laughs> and they, verse 42. 42, Leela. Bless you. And they continued. Yeah, who? Who's they, Leela? Uh, the whole entire church. Uh, it is some in the church, not all. What's who specifically? Ooh. Yes? Baptized? Those who were just baptized, yes. Those 3,000. So they were baptized, and then after they were baptized, they... They and they continued steadfastly in the apostles? Mm-hmm. Doctrine and fellowship. What's doctrine? Sadie. Yeah, what is taught. So doctrine is what, what is taught. So you come here and I teach you doctrine. And actually, I'm teaching you the apostles' doctrine. Because it's all the stuff about Jesus that the apostles taught. Kipton. Ours doesn't say doctrine. 
doctrine. It says teaching. Teaching? Yeah. Ugh. What are you it's using? It's not so fun, is it? Wait. Uh-oh. See, this is a more... F- That's Sophie's Bible? Do you not have your own Bible? No, I do, but I couldn't find it. Oh, well. It's nice of Sophie to share with you. Okay, so in the doctrine that is the teaching and in fellowship, what is fellowship? Mm. Yes, Memphis? Well, uh, it's a term because my papa played it on me because he didn't, he forgot. Uh, it is that's a the term. fellowship hall. Yes. Uh, where a whole bunch of people gather? Yes, yes, that's fellowship. Everybody coming together, that's fellowship. Okay, and in what? Doctrine and fellowship. And the breaking of, breaking of bread and the players. Hey, now wait a minute. What's the breaking of bread? Sadie. Um, the body and the communion? Yeah, it's communion. And what's the prayers? Well, that's easy. Hey, what does oh. this all sound like? We get together. We have the apostles teaching. We have the breaking of the bread. We have some prayers. It's the divine service. It's the liturgy. That's church, yeah. I know, what, I know what you meant. You were right. But you come to church, we have divine service. You can call it mass if you want. Most people don't call it that, though, because they're afraid it's Catholic. But we, our book says divine service. You come, we get together, we pray together, we sing hymns together, we have some fellowship in the body, all together, congregating. That's why it's a congregation. Congregate means coming together. We have the breaking of the bread, that's the Eucharist, the body and blood, communion, the sacrament of the altar, and we have prayers. Yes? Okay, this relates to church. Mm-hmm. When can I play another song on my trumpet? Uh, I'm going to talk to you about that another time. Oh, so I, you do have something? Yes. Yeah! I have always got something. Yes? What was that word you used? Mass. M-A-S-S. M-A-S-S. Like mass effect. Are you thinking it's going to be a bonus question? Just it just might be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the breaking of the bread and in prayers. 43. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Yeah, they had some miracles. 44. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. Yeah, what does that mean? They have all things in common. Uh, yes? They have everything. Does it mean, hey, you like the skateboard? I like the skateboard. Yeah. We have a lot in yes. common. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes? Can I use the Yeah, you don't have to ask permission to do that. Well, I'll treat you like grown-ups here to a degree. If you, want, if you have to go to the bathroom, you can just go. You were like, where did he go? Yeah, well, you told it to me. Well, Mason, Mason was up to the bathroom a lot. Well, yeah, Mason, uh, first, well, before me. class even that's started, we'd be like, Yes, he says, Mason? okay. What does it mean to have all things in common? Don't call me now. It means literally what it says. All of their things were common things. What does it mean if something's common? If you have an apartment and you have a roommate, but you have a common area, what does that mean, Emma? It's like kind of... <laughs> it's not real. 
It's usually the living room is the common area. Who, who does the common area belong to? Everybody. Everybody shares the common area. And so when, when it says that they had all things in common, it meant that everybody shared everything that they had. It was never, this is mine and that's yours. It was, we are all of the church, all of us together, and we will share all of the things that we have with all of the people in the church. Nobody will be in want because everybody will share. If there's somebody who needs clothes, then some of the clothes that I have, I'll just give them to them. I don't need a whole closet full of clothes. I can sure give away some of my clothes. If somebody needs money, well, shoot, I don't need all of this money. I'll give this money to them. If they need food, I don't need this whole pantry full of food. I'll share this food. We'll have everything in common. We share all things. And they sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So they sold all of that stuff and they had the money that they used to help one another. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness, simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor, excuse me, with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. This is what the church looks like. The church flows out of the divine service. That's the place where Jesus is. That's the place where the apostles preach and teach. That's the place where all of the gifts happen. And you know what? Miracles happen there too. Uh, so all of that stuff happens and all of our life together as a community happens from there. We help people who, who are in need. We come together for a potluck and share all of our food with each other. It's just really nice to be the church. You want to come join my class? <laughs> I, I wouldn't either. Okay, so for next time, we're going to go through some of these terms because we have time to do this. Yes? I have a bonus question for you, and you'll get a point if you answer it. Oh, okay. Oh, what? Okay. What three letters makes a stick man? What three letters makes a stick man? Yes. Think about it. Oh, I know this. You mean if I combine the letters that makes a man? Yeah, okay. One of them's upside down. Yeah. A, V, and O. You know what? That's not what I had, but A. <laughs> I mean, that works, yeah. I, I put. Can you I do thought, it in two letters? Can I do it in two letters? Yeah, A and V. He doesn't have to have a head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had. P. I had. Uh, nope. Where There's O and Y. Oh, it was the one I threw away. Basically, it was an O, T, and then upside down V. That'll work. Okay. Here's your catechism. You've got catechism for the first time today. Oh. Okay. What page? Uh, I don't know. It's the Lord's Prayer. My book is also different from yours. Lord's, Lord's Prayer will be towards to the front. I it's the introduction to the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in Can heaven. Page is it? I don't know what page it is. Can I see your catechism? It's 2014. It's oh. 14. Uh, Liam found it. It is. It is 14. Give credit to Liam. Our Father who art in heaven, that is the introduction to the Lord's Prayer. And then you will also, so that's too easy, 
So I will first ask you, what is the introduction to the Lord's Prayer? And you will say, Our Father, who art in heaven. And then I will say, what does this mean? And then you'll learn that part too. With these words, God tenderly invites us to believe that we are his true children and he is our true father so that with all boldness and confidence we may ask him as dear children ask their dear father. Okay, So uh, that all ties into what we just talked about with baptism because when you're baptized into the name of Jesus, you become a what of God just like Jesus is. A disciple? Child? Yeah, child. Okay, so then by virtue of that and with Jesus' name, you can ask the Father in prayer, and he wants you to do that just like you would ask your own earthly father for something. Dad, can we go, what? Do you need that? Is that your term quiz? You don't need it. No, you don't need it. You can keep it if you want. Yeah, you can keep it. Okay, now let's look at these terms, okay? Where did my bag go? Let me get my... The Holy Christian Church. The Holy Christian Church. What is the church? Well, we just kind of talked about this. It's the assembly or the congregation of all believers. Every Christian everywhere in all places centered around Jesus where the gospel is preached and the sacraments are administered. That's baptism and forgiveness and the Eucharist and other things, okay? The Apostles' Doctrine. What is the Apostles' Doctrine? It's the teaching and the preaching that was given to them by Jesus. So when we say in the Creed, the Apostolic Church, that means the church that teaches the things the Apostles taught. Did the Apostles make them up? No. The Apostles learned from Jesus. Okay. Uh, Fellowship. So there's a few things here. To be joined together with other Christians. For what? Hearing the preaching, and receiving the sacrament of the altar, and also the association of faith and the Holy Spirit in the hearts of Christians. This means that you can have fellowship by doing things together, and you can have fellowship by thinking and believing the same things together. Okay? So there's two kinds of fellowship, the kind where we all get together to do things together, and we can have that in a fun way, like when we go and have a potluck, or we go and do a picnic, or we go and play Scotland Yard and Memphis gets caught by all the detectives, or, or, uh, or we can also have fellowship where you think the same together. So we believe the same. So we come to worship and we confess the creed and we're in fellowship because we're confessing the same faith of the same church. The breaking of the bread, that you already know, that's just another word for the Lord's Supper or the Eucharist. Prayer, when you call upon God, asking God for blessings uh, and, and calling upon him, uh, using all of the promises that he has made to you. The prayer of the church. The prayer of the church is the big giant prayer that we pray in the middle of the divine service right before we have communion, where we pray for everybody and everything, and it goes on and on and on, and you say, Lord, have mercy, and then you think, is Pastor ever going to stop praying this prayer because I want to go and eat my lunch? But it's long because we've got a lot of things to pray for. Divine service, this is the one where if you ever write Mass, 
you're not wrong, and I don't have a problem with that. Okay. When God serves us with his gifts of forgiveness and life and salvation through the preaching of the word and through the sacraments. The note note it is divine service. Oh, it's, just, okay. it's just a note about what that means. You can read that. Communion of saints. This is the last one. When we say in the creed and the communion of the saints, it's the fellowship of all Christians alive and dead who ever have come before you, who still are in the future, who are coming after you, who live in the gospel, in the forgiveness of sins, uh, who, and who participate in Christ. Okay, any questions about your catechism or your terms? No. So all, all we right. have to learn is Our Father for the catechism? No, you have to learn Our Father who art in heaven and what does this mean? With That's these it? words, God tenderly invites us to believe. Yes, it's not hard. Ten minutes a day, ten minutes on terms and catechism. You can do all of that in ten minutes, at least ten minutes. You can do more, though. All right, let's go pray. I'm disappointed. I got a five out of five. <laughs> and then everybody...